You're listening to DraftKings Network. In the first segment, we talk about so much. We cover a little bit about the All-Star game. We cover us hanging out with some of the homegrowns, some of our homie groans. Uh, we also talk a little bit about the party that was thrown. Oh, my God. Legends were dancing with us. We're yelling our names as we walked in. Also, we might have asked somebody to rap battle us. Uh-oh. <laughs> and in the second segment, we talk about some of the games. And we try to get to the bottom. Yo, is, is Christian Ramirez going to be good for LAFC? Hmm. Is Joseph Martinez the greatest ever MLS? last player that we have ever seen. Hmm. Oh, a lot of questions out there. Yeah. You're going to be listening to the show. You're going to be going, hmm. Yeah. Why is Bradley Red Phillips in the rafters? <laughs> hmm. uh, <laughs> all this and more today on the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. What's good? We're back. We're back at the Hackensack Meridian Health Stage 17 above Madison Square. We were, we were away for the World Cup Comedy Tour, and I yeah. honestly thought they would not welcome us back. No, I thought <laughs> we got back. Our stuff would be in a box, and they said that wasn't that wasn't a fun experiment at all. <laughs> you know, we've been th- while you guys were away, we've had some time to ponder. Yeah, it was so much more quiet in here. <laughs> there was so much more. There was so much less coffee spilled everywhere. <laughs> the bathrooms are cleaner. <laughs> Yes, uh, the toilets are less clogged. Yeah, yeah. There's less pee in front of the urinals. Aim, people, aim. Uh, well, but we are back. They did we welcome are us back. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Cool Against. It feels it feels strange to be it's here like, and not. I want to be in a in a humid and moist hotel room recording it, this podcast. It feels like we went to rent a car and it's our old car we thought we sold. <laughs> You're just like, I don't know. I don't this know. feels like it was mine, but something happened. <laughs> in here. Somebody's been here. <laughs> Somebody's sleeping in my bed. Welcome to the Cooligans, everybody. Uh, yeah. If this is your first time listening, which it might be. There it are might. Some, some newer people listening. Where you been this whole time? <laughs> We've been doing this a while. Yeah. Welcome to the, the Cooligans podcast. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host your favorite soccer podcast. Absolutely. It's not just the funniest soccer podcast. Oh, no. Oh, it's no. also the goddamn gulliest. That's right, and people are learning. But you know, that's what I'm. Ex- I'm excited about. People are learning what what it is to be and live the life of a gully man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a gully woman. Or you could be a gully person. You could just be gully. You don't even have to be a thing. Uh, a gully ass couch. It might be a gully Yo, ass that couch. Mad gully dog. Damn son, why you got a gully couch for you? <laughs> this couch intimidating everybody. Yeah, you should have warned me before you invited me to your house. Does it bite? I mean, I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> Welcome. Uh, yeah. So look, we're happy to be back. Uh, we, so we had a great time on the World Cup comedy tour. If you if uh, you're listening now and and this was and you met us on the tour, maybe. Maybe somebody dragged you out to a show and you were like, a soccer comedy show? No thanks, That's going to be terrible, but I've got (laughs) nothing to do tonight. Let's go see. Uh, Or maybe you're a fan of Total Soccer Show, you know, and you hadn't heard uh, heard of us. Highly unlikely. I mean, of course you heard of us. You know exactly (laughs) who we are. But, yo, I know that there's a lot of our fans who started listening to Total Soccer Show. Yeah. uh, Because we've been doing a lot of the whole swapping stuff. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of conversations after. I feel like this is the new us. 
Uh, <laughs> but, you know, from the tour, people were like, yo, I love you guys. I never heard of them. And people were like, yo, I love those guys. I never heard of you. So it's been a lot of fun uh, sort of uh, letting letting our fans experience a little that, something different with them. That uh, that cross-pollination. Hell yeah. You know, but that's how they that's how they talk about it in the podcast biz. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> a, that's official. That's inside baseball. That's uh, And, yo, I love how we added a little Sasson to their podcast fans' lives. That's you right. Know? Uh, Sasson, for the people who do not know. Sazen. <laughs> you know. Know, the the TSS fans that maybe not used to all this, uh, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Spanglish on yeah. the show. T- TSS fans that are listening right now for the first time are like, I kind of feel like Dominican slang is going to come up soon. And it will. <laughs> Get ready. Dímelo. <laughs> Get lo que. <laughs> so uh, we are happy to be back. And, and just if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, just we got to point out uh, a, a couple things, right? We have the the the, the roughneck uh, the roughneck scarves, World Cup comedy scarf that's right here on the table. How beautiful Look, this thing is. Looking sharp as hell. There's still a couple left. Uh, you can if you contact the World Cup comedy tour at gmail.com, you can you can. Uh, get one. There's and only a few left. Only a very, very few left. A lot of people bought them on the tour. But another huge shout out. We didn't talk about. Uh, I didn't mention this on the show yet. But on the first day when when I got to Omaha and I got to hang out uh, with the bug eaters and and we got to do uh, you know at the training. Yeah. I'm so sad I missed this. <laughs> That's right. Physical activity is uh, Alexis's favorite thing. Uh, so I don't even go to buffets. You want me to get up and serve myself? <laughs> but. Jonathan Kalura, owner of Bug Eaters Football Club. Out, uh, and a legend, by the way. A le- he, he's a big fan of the Cooligans, and a lot of what we did on this tour was because of him. We started in Omaha. We started in Omaha, Nebraska, where I, I don't think they, uh, they they allow outside... Hispanics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if that's... I feel like that's a rule there. Yeah, they're like, well, I mean, it's carved into the wall of our uh, Capitol building. So nah, man, they were, the, the Bug Eaters, they have, they have a couple of Latinos. On yeah, the team, yeah, yeah. pretty good. Uh, but the Jonathan Kalura had the entire team sign a game worn uh, shirt. This was the first Bug Eaters shirt. This was before the the Cooligans patch was on it. Right, right, right. Uh, but but we have a, a, a signed by the entire team. That's so dope. A, a game worn, sweaty as hell. That's that's how you know it's authentic. Stanky. <laughs> it's got a little stank on it. <laughs> but but what an honor. I mean, what an honor. Just the just the the partnership that we have with Bug Eaters has been absolutely incredible. So cool. And, and getting to see uh, meet meet the coach, meet the players, uh, and see how it, we you know we talk about lower league clubs on on, on this show from time to time. And yeah, like, that's right. <laughs> no, we do. I mean, we talk- some fans get upset at us thinking we're just about MLS. We're no, not. No, we no. talk about American players in Europe. We talk about lower league teams, but, talk about everybody, but getting to hang out with bug eaters. Uh, and, and also in Chicago, we hung out, uh, with, uh, with the, the owner of Edgewater, uh, Edgewater castle, yeah, team, Edgewater which, castle. Is, which is a team of all refugees, which mm-hmm. is an, another in- super cool, uh, project. They're that, doing it. They're doing it. So yeah, they're but, making but, a change. But seeing soccer at this level uh, and and seeing how how very much it's so community based and, and and you know talking to Jonathan Kalura, we were kind of realizing like, man, this is just this is just an endeavor, uh, a, a passion project that right. will 
always lose money. Yeah. It's, it is not a for-profit thing. Uh, and, and the people who are involved at that level are really doing it for the love of the game and also for the, for the love of the sport in, the, in their community. So just another shout-out because it, it, was, uh, it was an incredible experience just being there. You got yeah. to hang out, uh, hang out with them a little bit. But yeah. I got to hang out a little bit more and, uh, and do dizzy penalties, and that was fun too. That was a lot of fun. I saw some of the video you guys took. Yeah. And I think we've said it on the podcast before, but it's just one of those things where we we were floored with, you know, having fans come out and everyone meet us and blah, 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 blah. But uh, outside of the stuff that we did, I think you and I were most floored about how much passion there is uh, for building some type of soccer community elsewhere. The we pa- decided the, to do the it. Passion. The yeah, passion was the passion <laughs> was quite strong. Yeah. So for us, it was like, all right, we're, we know how to be funny. We're going to be comedians. Uh, you know, other people are doing other things. It's awesome. Yeah. It's really awesome. And the fan, oh man, just the bug eaters fans that came out to the Omaha game. Like they were like, no man, I got season tickets as soon as I knew. And it was like, that's so beautiful. You know, <laughs> it, re- it really, really is. We man. come from such jaded areas where they're like, oh, what is it? Is it, is anyone's is celebrities going or else I'm not going to go. But I mean, it, it is like when, uh, it's like inviting someone out to an open mic, you know, like in in New York, you invite someone to, open, uh, to an open mic. That means you like, don't like them. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm going to support your dreams. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Also, my wife surprised me at an open mic, and she's like, "This is what you're doing every <laughs> night." Like my first year in a comedy. I'm like, "Babe, I swear to God, I'm better than that." <laughs> yeah, it, it's a uh, it's a cool thing to see, uh, and it's a cool thing to see in person. Uh, it really a, is. There's yeah. a difference between uh, just constantly screaming about uh, pro rel and and the concept. Of of these things, right. right? That that everybody wants. But when you actually see these people at a ground level and see what they're doing, and that they're building strong teams so that there can be, yeah, and it, it, yeah, it's it, and it's it's it takes it away from just the argument of like screaming to the mountaintops or the cor- corporate overlords, right? Right. When right. it's like, oh, you actually, this is how this is what it takes to build a club right. uh, from the bottom, and 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 it's really just like getting people, to, like just like we struggle, you know, when early in comedy, getting people to come out to see you do stand up, right? Yeah. It, these owners of these teams are like. Please just spend the ten bucks. Just come hang yeah. out for come, <laughs> come see what we're doing, even for a little bit. You know, it really is like you look at now. I look at the people on Twitter, like people complaining about that. Tom, they wish they had air conditioning. Where there's some people like, hey man, we're making windows for you to put that air conditioner in. <laughs> we're out here building windows, and that's exactly what these guys are doing. It's like they're building these teams. It's like if we got promotion relegation tomorrow, some of these guys are like, well, okay, we're gonna build a team that's prepared. Yeah, you know, to at least take part in this function, and it's really awesome. Yeah, uh, so th- th- that sort of I felt like I didn't think that was going to be kind of the the purpose of the tour, right? Right. Where I think it was like yeah. really just to like because we're comedians, we think about ourselves, we think about ourselves, and we think about what do we bring to the middle of this. <laughs> we were country. like, how are we going to sabotage Total yeah. Soccer yeah. Show and their yeah. segments, and how do we save Omaha? <laughs> We're gonna go out there and save them through comedy, <laughs> <laughs> but there that there was that that result that byproduct of like oh wow we we got to see not only do we get to uh, have like soccer fans come out to shows and 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 get to see uh, jokes about soccer and 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 it feel like this very ex- exclusive thing that's just for them, but after the shows we got to hear about what they were doing uh, to to help grow the sport. Yeah, no one was there as just I mean there were a couple, but no one no one really showed up with just being like, I'm just a big fan of soccer and I want to see what you guys are doing. They all have like something they're doing. Yeah. 
Exactly. Even the guys they're all in, soldiers. Yeah. Even <laughs> in like Columbus, like they're like, oh, I've been with Save the Crew since the beginning. Or one guy's like, yeah, I do all the design. Like, there's and one guy's like, I will fight anybody yeah. who is trying to take my team. Yeah. Like, there was a couple, a couple <laughs> well, those, dudes who were not there to laugh. They look, were like, we need. You know, we what? heard we heard someone was saving the crew. <laughs> that's what we're here for. So look, you need somebody on the front line. Yeah, yeah, you do. You need soldiers. I, <laughs> uh, I, I was shocked. Even like some lady was like, oh, you know, uh, I just had three kids or whatever. Blah blah. blah blah, blah, blah. She's like, but you know, I do, I clean all the uh, jerseys for the team. Uh, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, everyone's doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a uh, Darla. If I'm no, I think it was somebody else. Oh, it was a lady in Columbus. It was in Columbus. No, it wasn't the lady. That wasn't Columbus. her. No, no, no. Oh, okay. 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 Well, we're, com- just, we're confusing the person who has three kids. Yeah. Just, a lot oh, of people with three kids. How many people have three kids? <laughs> there's two of us here with none. And there's one lady. There's a couple of people. Right, out there you get, you have all the, you're having all the kids for us. Yeah. 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 You're really <laughs> skewing the average for us. So it looks like we did something. <laughs> so, um, it's it, so, a yeah. Uh, I mean, we can go on forever because we th- could. Th- it was there were so many uh, uh, people that we met that were so damn kind to us uh, and yeah. super super cool. Uh, and we're gonna be uh, we were talking with TSS uh, about putting out all the content from the show. So yeah, we have a lot of content. We have a lot of things we're gonna be putting out. There's a lot of out. stuff. So make sure if you don't subscribe to our YouTube channel, do it now because there will be videos uh, from shows. There will be clips. Uh, there we're gonna be putting out uh, some uh, some of the clips from the shows on the podcast. Uh, it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna so, be awesome. So make sure you do that. Uh, so and if you guys hear of us being on the road again, buy tickets because you yeah. mi- if you didn't buy them, you missed out. You missed out on a hell of a time. Uh, so and uh, as always, make sure you uh, subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on iTunes. It's five stars. Be, uh, so helpful. Uh, we've been getting a, a, a couple of good ones. I, you know what I love about um, some of the reviews that we're getting, and the, and these are the these are the ones that end up making it on the show because the, the, the people that discover the show and then write reviews speaking the way we speak. Oh, that's that. Those are my favorites. <laughs> so these are always, and the most uh, recent one was, was a guy. Uh, the, the name is the gulliest savage, which yeah. right, right there, 21, 21, the gulliest. Yeah, savage yeah, right yeah. There. That's 22, <laughs> 22, 22 savage. Uh, and the, the, the title of the review is my guy. Listen here. <laughs> so that's it. Yo, Already my, I'm involved. My ears are wide open. My guy, what the deal? Wait, you somebody got something to say important, right? <laughs> somebody just said, my guy. And I just watched Paid in Full twice because it's on Netflix. <laughs> so Why twice? I'm where, oh my God. I'm gonna watch it six more times. I am well prepared for this conversation right now. He goes, just getting into soccer, uh, not fo- not football. <laughs> Hell yeah. This year and between TSS and the Cooligans, I'm I'm becoming an expert, my guy. Not only are they hilarious, Alexis Alexis and Chris to know soccer, especially American soccer. If you love American soccer and MLS, this is the perfect podcast, bruh. Bruh. That's it. My guy. You're officially a New York. I don't care where you're from. <laughs> no, this, dude could be, this could be an Asian chick from Vancouver. <laughs> Yo, she is now a male New Yorker who's gully as hell. That's right. So thank you for that. Uh, and leave a review. Where, where, where we just reached to over 200. Hey. And now it's the quest for 300. 300. 300 starts now. Let's, so, so have you seen like total soccer shows like 19,000? I'm like, all right, well, you've been around for 10 years. <laughs> all right. This well, guy's like, how do you only have 200? I'm like, all right, everybody slow down. <laughs> we're trying to catch up. All right. All right. We're, trying to, we're trying to muster. We we're just heard about whatever. soccer like two and a half weeks ago. So we didn't. Yeah, yeah. We don't know anything about the sport. <laughs> we just like the shirts. Yeah. So 
Uh, I do want to announce the uh, from from the the Cooligans MLS Fantasy. From, we have winners uh, from have the first half of the season. The first half of the season because uh, because of the World Cup yep. MLS uh, split the season. So now the scores reset, and now there it is the 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 uh, fall season. Right. So some uh, of us are well behind because we forgot to update <laughs> our teams. <laughs> but the winner uh, of uh, who got first place, uh, his name is uh, Gautam Sarkar. Hey, I, th- I believe he. I believe he's from San Jose because his crest on the uh, his like favorite team is uh, from San Jose. Good, because so. we're not shipping anything to Turkey. Right? <laughs> we'll, we'll just give it to Juan Agudelo. Here, take it with you when you go. <laughs> when he goes over, my there. homie Gertat. Uh, uh, Gautam, Gautam, oh Gautam, I think it's Gautam. Got him, my got homie. Him. Got him. <laughs> I got him. That's the gulliest name. <laughs> so, uh, so we and so they uh, win. They won fifty bucks, hey. and they won a shirt from On the Valley Apparel and a cap from Talisman Caps. So this that's is, so cool. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the uh, On the Volley the keeper shirt that I'm wearing right now. You got a. Got a talisman cap on. Talisman cap, the Quatemec Blanco. Take the- fifty bucks out your pocket, buddy. You won. <laughs> That's it, fifty bucks. And yeah. uh, look, so look, this is the league. If, you, if there's any fantasy league that you want to get in, the Cooligan Fantasy League is the is the right league to be we're in. Because we're putting guap in your pocket and we're giving you a wardrobe. <laughs> That's right, my guy. And uh, we had a uh, second place, a guy named uh, Jeff Jones. And who? Jeff <laughs> who? <laughs> and in third place, uh, a guy named, I forgot his last name, his name is Richard. Uh, but congratulations, you've all been contacted uh, on how to get your uh, prizes and, yes. your, and your cash money. So, uh, so make sure you respond to those emails. And, uh, and make sure you, if you haven't signed up for uh, MLS Fantasy, uh, for the Cooligans Fantasy League, hit us up, soccercooligans at gmail.com. We'll let you know how to get involved. All right. So let's talk about. MLS All-Star, because we recorded last week's podcast right before uh, the MLS All-Star game. MLS All-Stars played against Juventus. Great game, great fun game, game, fun game. But well, like, I mean, people don't really care about the game that much. Nobody, we no. don't, nobody. It's an it's an unimportant game, and nobody's really looking for a breakdown from the Cooligans. Over, but we're not going to talk about the game. <laughs> but here's what we'll talk about: We were hanging out with Andrew Carlton. That's right. So, so let's be let's clarify why we were hanging out with him. Because he's a big fan. Thank you for listening. <laughs> he, he came and sought he, us out. He rushed us, and we were yeah. like, "Hey, yeah, security, can you get yeah, Andrew Carlton away from us?" My guy, come on. <laughs> Yo, tone it down, bro. This guy's just acting a little bit out of pocket right now. <laughs> okay, all, all his his wacky hair, his <laughs> California wacky hair is getting uh, his wispy beard is getting all <laughs> up on my face. It's connecting with my beard. But we were so we were like, all right. So we had we were in the press box, and we're like, well, this is kind of boring and not allowed to root or anything in the press box. And let's be honest, we don't belong in the press box. All right. You don't know, say, we belong. Well, don't say that because we're going to get our media credentials. No, we want to be in there. <laughs> we don't belong in there. Where we belong is with the people. And by people, I mean those in the suites. Okay. <laughs> That's where we belong. We're sweet people. That's right. We live in that sweet life. <laughs> we sweet, we sweet life. In. So we seek out some friends we have in the suites, mm-hmm. right? We go to the MLS suite. I don't even know what that means. Okay, the whole thing is the MLS suite, <laughs> right? But we go to the MLS suite, couple the, coaches. I think every stadium is the MLS suite. Yeah, yeah, it's everything. <laughs> Single entity uh, stadium. Yeah, the stadium <laughs> is, a, is an MLS suite. So we go, we seek out, we're hanging out. All of a sudden, I notice, man, everyone in here, it's kind of, you know how most suites are? It's like a little apartment almost, right? And then the, the, it's like an open front window that goes right out to Yeah, seats. you know you are the wealthy people who listen to this podcast. Uh, yeah. I think when we do the survey, I think the, the average uh, <laughs> wealth of, of our listeners 
dollars is uh, two hundred thousand yeah. dollars. That's the minimum. Actually. That's just for <laughs> expenditures on sweets. <laughs> so, well, are you asking me my sweet budget, or are you asking me what my income is? So it's like it leaks out to like those like like leather seats, those really comfortable seats, not the plastic joints that we sit in all the time, right? <laughs> so I look over. I'm like, man, every one of these people are so young. I was like, wait a minute. These are the guys who took part in the homegrown. Am, am I young? Yeah. <laughs> what are they drinking and eating? So they're all the people who took part in the homegrown game. That's right. It was uh, who we saw, Miles Robinson. Yeah, Miles uh, Robinson was there. Vasquez uh, uh, was there. Vasquez, yes. You, you, you may know for some reasons outside of soccer. <laughs> Let's just say he the boys back on Tinder, and he's keeping them away from the other players. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Carlton was there. Carlton uh, was there. James Sands. James Sands from NYCFC was there. Yeah. Very excited to see us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Definitely, I introduce myself uh cannot be rattled that man cannot be rattled in any <laughs> way shape or very form. stoic young man very serious yeah sir but he was yeah uh, that or just like highly unimpressed <laughs> he's like I think oh, it was yeah. mostly uh, unimpressed yeah i, I, I want to believe it was I the think, other ones what he's like comedians at a soccer game like, get out of my face i, I signed a professional contract could you move you know <laughs> that was his energy uh so i walked up to andrew carlton gets up to leave uh to go get something to eat walks past me i was like yo how was the homegrown game like I know him. <laughs> like we've had a conversation hey, before. It was good. Yo, you didn't return my text. How was <laughs> yo, the game? Yo, I DM'd you. What's the deal? How was the game? I was supposed to go, but you didn't tell me if you were going or not. <laughs> so he he looks at me. He's like, ah, yo, it was good. It was good. He was like, blah, blah. I was like, yo, how was Tigres? You know? And he was like, yeah, they were all right. That's how he said it. Like he does. He is very like, uh, like I think Tupac is dead because he came alive as a soccer player. As Andrew Carlton. Yeah, he's, he's the soul of Tupac. <laughs> he's mad chill. Uh, yeah, he is definitely like a, a, a hip black teenager. Yeah, he's like a clout rapper. Yeah, like, he like Zans in his pocket. You know, <laughs> like he's just he's just like ah, it's whatever ah, you know. <laughs> Andrew Carlton's like yo Percocet. Yeah. <laughs> My- Ali Ferguson. Hey. Yeah, damn, yo, this guy's mad yeah. chill. Yo, Andrew Carlton is taking his mask off. Uh, so he was just like, yo, they I I mean, this is a good, but whatever. But he he's I was like, there's something about this type of player, right? I'm sorry, this type of player. Okay. Uh, because it is Andrew Carlton after all. <laughs> but there's something about his energy and his attitude where I'm like, this is what's missing in soccer. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit of that, a little bit of that swag. It's just a little bit of that quiet, extra. He's, like, he's very like quiet confidence. He's not really like uh And he's chill, like nothing really shakes him. He's yeah, like yeah. They're like, yo, you're gonna lose tomorrow. He'd be like, ha, 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 ha. You know, you're like, I don't know if I heard him. I don't think was I, that an answer? I don't even think he heard me, to be honest. I think he's laughing at a meme. Yeah. But look, uh, given that uh he didn't get he didn't start the the, the last game against Toronto, but he did get a start yeah. uh, uh the, the game prior because of obviously the 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 Barco issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, issue. <laughs> and uh so maybe this is, you know, his time to shine. Maybe who knows if Carlton didn't put up Barco uh, to, you know, destroy someone's relationship right. so that he can get a little bit more playing time. You know, this is a great point because <laughs> I think a lot of players are like, man, I hope that guy gets injured. Carlton's like, I got another plan. <laughs> All right. Look, listen, hear He's me like, out. I know. Yo, Barco. <laughs> I know we don't speak the same language, but. But we. we yo, Vasquez girl kind of hot, right? <laughs> Like you should maybe talk to her. <laughs> you know, whatever happens, happens. He's Yo, like, I heard think, they broke up. You think she's into me? Yeah. 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 Barco's like, me? <laughs> really? I got braces. I'm a 19-year-old married man <laughs> who doesn't know the, the language. You think so? 
<laughs> you gassed him up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, I think you know what? At the very least, you should make a move. And, and then, I bet you on the other side, he was like, "Yo, uh, Vasquez told me to say uh, he's going to be late." <laughs> but you know, like I think Barco could drive you home, girl. He's trying to <laughs> trying to get home right quick. Yeah. Barco yeah. got a Bugatti. And Have then, you been a Bugatti? Then, all of a sudden. You know, homegrown MVP, Andrew Carlton. I mean, it all seems to make sense. (laughs) Andrew Carlton. (laughs) The mastermind. The the rookie of the year. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I don't know, is this this MLS or House of Cards? Yeah, or Real Housewives. (laughs) It's one of these. I think, I don't, you know what? I think that's the best theory that's been put forward this entire time. Hey, you're not hearing this on the other shows. No. (laughs) TSS ain't talking about this. Extra time ain't talking about this. No, extra time. Extra time still pretending this never happened. <laughs> TSS still breaking down a play. <laughs> We're breaking down a play up. <laughs> That's what you do. That's why you come That's here. That's why you come here, man. Uh, so, uh, but the game itself, we, we did have a good time uh, being there. We, and there were a lot of... Um, I, I, I also asked Andrew Carlton about the atmosphere in the stadium because it was completely full. I was like, yo, this is crazy. You get to play in front of a completely full stadium. And he was like, mm, I don't know. It ain't the same as like an Atlanta game. Like the fans are chanting and stuff. He's like, these fans don't even know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And he was, I was like... This is one of the most impressive atmospheres I've ever seen for a soccer game. Sure. And he is undeterred. He's just like, nah, what we got is better. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to deny that, especially like we had been there for a, a midweek game against the yeah. Philadelphia Union last year. And it was what? We, there was like 45,000. They I didn't was, have the up. The top, top, top was closed and off. And it was intense. Even just with the obviously 45,000. That's in a lot. That's a big crowd. We stood on the side of where the supporters are. So like they actually took down that like extra stage they have. Yeah. Like yeah, that, right. that pedestal the area. Capo stand, the capital stand. The capital stand. They took it down for this event, but we were in front of that thing and next to it for against Philly, which I don't even think was that important of a game. Then it was that time when they had that month long run where they just had like a game every few days. Uh, and the fans were just what we were so impressed. Yeah. But being there with, uh, with a little over 72,000 in That's there, so wild. It w- and, and Joseph Martinez did score. That was, I mean, it's, it's the loudest arena I've ever been in. It was right. insanely, insanely loud. Uh, I, but a, a, a cool experience. I, I, we were joking about, like, the difference between being in the press box and then, like, I mean, it, it was cool that we were, like, in a luxury suite being right. uh, watching the game. Yes, uh, uh, I, you felt like you were just absolutely a part of it. But th- th- that, that, I mean, it's just, that stadium is just nuts, man. Yeah, like, it, the whole thing is, it's an experience. Yeah, uh, yeah And you, shouts to Mike's Side Honey. Which the, the honey, not him. Mike wasn't there. <laughs> the honey was in every suite, in every private suite. And that's nice to see. Yeah, a friend of the show. Wouldn't have happened without the Cooligans. That's I, right. I'm a thousand percent sure. We of that. brought Mike's out honey to soccer. We brought comedy to soccer. We brought soccer to comedy. I mean, what else can we do? Now we're bringing honey to comedy. Now we're bringing. Now honey. we're gonna pour our honey all over <laughs> ourselves while, while you we watch. perform. <laughs> That's really the missing piece. Where did all these fire ants come from? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, after the All Star game, we did get to go to uh, the Copa ninety Black Arrow party. Yo, Black Arrow knows how to throw a party. Yeah, we uh, so uh, so look the and, uh, and I w- shouts to Copa. I got a nice message from Patrick Inferno who uh, was wasn't able to make it to All Star but wanted to hang out with us. So yeah. it was kind of cool. Shouts to Copa. Very sweet. So the while the, this is a, the issue with the All Star game is my, my only issue with some people think the game shouldn't exist. It doesn't matter. But the real problem with the game is that it's on a Wednesday. 
I wouldn't say that's the real problem with the game. I would say the real problem with the game is everything around it is controlled by MLS. It's kind of corny. No, no. Uh, Forget that because... No, because I'm going to say Black Arrow changed that. (laughs) Fine, but... Uh, the the people are gonna throw like the, what MLS All Star is missing is those other people involved that are that like the NBA like who wants to go to a party hosted by David Stern right like nobody nobody, nobody, wants nobody. To go to that game. but like Nike's throwing Nike's a party like ah oh, I want to go right. to that one Nike might, that might be a little bit more yeah fun. there's we're, we've we said from the beginning we're trying to build a culture around soccer there's we're not the only ones yes. other people are doing that Black Arrow is. Yes. When, especially when it comes to Atlanta, even though they're not from Atlanta, they're from Oakland. Uh, they're in the forefront of yeah. helping and build that culture. And if you don't culture. know uh, what Black Arrow is, it is it is really just uh, you can follow them on Instagram. But Aaron Dolores is uh, a, a dude who's really just trying to uh, highlight the African uh, influence on soccer. Also, it, just like Black, just Black culture, Black whether you're from Latin America, yes, from yes, yes. Uh, African American, it doesn't matter. Just like what what is the Black. What it diaspora? Yeah. Hey, I pronounced that correctly. Uh, the black diaspora, like it within soccer and building that that fan base up as well. And Atlanta is the a proper place to do it. Because I mean, holy smokes! What a this place! This party was insane. It was. It was so insane that the VIP was booty compared to the other. <laughs> like you didn't even want to be in the VIP section. You wanted to be in the like you wanted to be amongst the people. Yeah, the VIP was booty. The the general population party had booty. Had booty. <laughs> you want to be where they have booty. You don't want to be you in the booty, booty party. You want to have booty. You want to go to a booty party or you want to go to a party with booty? I think I'm going to go to a party with booty. The whole time I'm like, are we talking about those round potato puffs? <laughs> so we just got to clarify, right? Yeah. Uh, super fun. And it was cool to see the uh, first the music was absolutely. It was dope. It was just dope. It, it took just, some dips sometimes. I'm like, what are we doing? What music is this? <laughs> that's, any, that's any party. Yeah. Right. Uh, but there were a couple moments that just were so fun. So surreal. Obviously, you Challenging Bradley Wright Phillips to a rap battle. <laughs> to his face. <laughs> to his, right to his face. My man walked by and I, I looked at Christian like, I'm going to do it. And Christian <laughs> looked like, at me like, I know I can't say anything to stop you. Just don't get us arrested. <laughs> and I'm like, and we might. Here we go. <laughs> Yo, Bradley Wright Phillips, great dude. I know, look, we talk about him so much on this podcast whenever he scores <laughs> on NYCFC. <laughs> but to his, uh, to a man, that dude is a great dude. We, we hung out. Very nice guy, yeah. We talked for a little while. His wife was there. Like, he didn't want to talk to us. Yeah, like, he wanted to be with his friends. A lot of English dudes were there, like uh, some of the Copa 90 dudes from England were there. Uh, David Vujanic. I didn't see Poet at the party, but there was like, you know, Vuj was there. There was a Doesn't bunch Poet of Poet have three kids? Poet got kids too. Everybody got he three might have, kids. He might have three or it's four. Triplets, yo. <laughs> I think he did have triplets in one shot. I don't know. He was, we met him before the game. Well, at least I met him. You couldn't go. He was at the hotel when we were pre-gaming. Poet? Yeah, Poet was there. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know. So that. you, I met you at the game. You showed up completely soaked along with all the guys yes, from, yes, uh, yes. yeah, you walked through a rainstorm to get to the game. I had already gotten out of the Uber. Thank you, Paul Tenorio. Shouts to that. <laughs> uh, so we got to the game. I had just met him. We were kind of hanging out at the party. I met Vooj, walked out to him, told him, hey, we love your content you're making. He's like, oh my God, you guys are the funniest. I'm like, how'd you know that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. And then Bradley Ray Phillip, and he goes right to all the English dudes, which is, uh, those are his peoples. Yeah, like, I mean, it makes me like if there's a group of New Yorkers at a party and I'm not New York, I, I'm in I'm in Long, I'm yeah. in London. I'm gonna go right to those motherfuckers, right? <laughs> so I go wait 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 wait. Bradley, what up? I go full disclosure. 
I'm an NYCFC season ticket holder. And he goes, oh, man. And he goes to walk away. I go, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. <laughs> also a comedian. My buddy here is a comedian. We do a podcast called The Cooligans. And he was like, uh-huh. Like, never heard of it. <laughs> I was like, wow. fair enough. We tweeted at you a bunch. Uh, you might want to pay attention. Uh, and I was like, look, we've been trying to get at you with two guys. I mentioned two guys that work for him for Red Bull that we've, we've, yeah, yeah. That we've sort of tried to get this channel through to him. I go, we've been dying, dying to challenge you to a rap battle. And he goes, no way I'm retired. <laughs> he did say that. And I look at Christian, I go, look at this guy and look at me. We got no bars. <laughs> I go, it'll just be we, funny. It's we've an retired inst- before we started <laughs> yeah, yeah. our careers. Someone retired us. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yo, we got no bars. I go, it's an instant W for you. <laughs> and he goes, Nah, I don't believe you. You guys are going to sandbag me or whatever. And I'm like, no, we're not. Imagine. Not. imagine. And, and he's like, yo, you comedians. I'm like, we've got no bars whatsoever. <laughs> I was like, yo, we're like, we're like a jail that got shut down years ago. We got no bars. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. He, he, he wasn't like, absolutely no. No, he was like, mm. let- I go, you need to come out of retirement for one W. I go, it'll be hilarious. I go, you, yo, even you at half speed, you're better than us. I was like, I promise you that. I was like, it'll just be funny to lose to Bradley Ray Phillip or whatever. It'd be hilarious. So look, this is, now this is on Cooligans listeners. This is Cooligans listeners. You guys have to tweet and post <laughs> Instagram. I know, he, I think he reads Instagram more. Okay. So comment on every photo. B as a BWP nine nine. I know that's on Twitter. Yeah, uh, but find them on at whatever social media outlet. Say, yo, you really gonna back down to the Cooligans in a grime rap battle? Really, dog? Really, grime is your thing. That's your thing. It's just, it's home field advantage. Yeah, BWP. What? So we we're trying to get him in the studio. You know, yeah, t- we'll do it on the streets. <laughs> we'll meet him. We'll meet him anywhere. We'll do Lord in of the Newark, Mikes. right in Newark. Yo, we'll do it right in Bricks. <laughs> I know a dude who owns a bodega. We'll do it right in a bodega. <laughs> It'll be the best. All right, so make sure you you make sure you hit him up and do that because that that'd be I mean a dream. Please, fans, you gotta do this. <laughs> you gotta hit up Bradley Ray Phillip and make him do this rap battle. Okay, so uh, a couple other things in that at that party. My favorite moment. Aleko Skandarian. Oh my God. We, we bump into him. Uh, Aleko. Da- oh no, his, his aura, <laughs> his <laughs> momentum. Drew us. Into- <laughs> we were drawn to this man. I, I, he was having so much fun. I didn't know it was Aleko Skandarian. <laughs> I knew, I knew exactly who it was. I we was- were with Aaron West, right? Aaron West yeah. from Copa. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we're all dancing with this dude. Who's got a, like a tie that's like undone. And I'm like, who is it? It was dark. I was like, yo, is that a Leco Escondero? And as soon as he saw us, he was like, cool again. I'm like, yeah. I was like, yo, I don't know if we made it, but we made something. (laughs) It blew my mind. Insane. He knew all the lyrics to like (laughs) trap music. Aleko is the homie. Yeah, Aleko is like top of the list. Some people may not know who Aleko Eskandarian is. I mean, he was a. Uh, I mean, he's played. He played for DC United. That's his last uh, MLS uh, team that he played for. Was the uh, was it? Oh, LA Galaxy. Yeah, but he also played for the men's national team. He's played for a bunch of MLS teams. Just an MLS legend. I think he's like one of the top in assists. I don't know exactly, but he has like some record. He is. Uh, he, he currently works for MLS in like the competition committee. Yeah, so, yeah. Like uh, and. and you know that bridge between the player uh, and the league and stuff like that. So good dude, and we hope to get him on the show soon. I can't that's wait. So fun, just dancing to trap music right on this show. I don't think I posted it, but I do have a video of him dancing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that might be fun. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I, I was in it. 
I was just, it was like a selfie video. Yeah, Aaron you, West you, is trying to dodge out of the video. You were you were twerking on Aleko. Uh, yeah, well, he asked me to. <laughs> so, uh, but that, like I said, there was booty at this party. It was booty. It was mostly it was mine. Booty on MLS legends. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I push these dudes out the way. There's only one way to get to that bar, my guy. Before this open bar ends. Uh, and shouts to David DeLuper from Red Bull who was out there for the brand, not the team. Uh, he's a, yeah, he's just a party animal. He likes to hang with so us. So fun, man. Everyone was so welcoming, so kind to us. And and uh, we did mention this on the last show, but the the uh, the, the the show after the, the Laugh Factory show in Chicago, well, was legendary. With Chicago Fire, Red Stars, Section Eight, everybody was out there uh, just showing love. Drunk ass Chicago Red Stars. <laughs> Drunk ass. Yeah. Did, did we talk about it? So I think we did. I think we did briefly. Yeah. The, yeah. the Chicago Red Stars have. We're having a little bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, they I, had fun before they showed up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they kept that fun going. If we didn't talk about it, tweet at us. <laughs> and we'll bring it up again because this was our favorite. It was so fun. So, uh, but the, the reason that night was legendary was because of that, that, that quote unquote open bar next door <sighs> at, at Brendan's pub. Yeah. Uh, and a, a bar was closing that night and they gave away all their alcohol for free. We did not plan that, we plan that but we needed to get out of the room. So we told all the fans to go there. Remember we walked in one guy's like, dude, I can't believe you guys did an open bar for us. And my first thought was like, yo, this better be Christian's credit card, not mine. <laughs> so, uh, so so it was a legendary evening, but one of the things was uh, they said they were closing the bar down and they said anything that wasn't nailed down, you guys, anybody can take. So people were leaving with like, you know, Picasso's off yeah. the wall or whatever. Like, uh, they were, apparently they were a Red Sox bar, right? So people were taking like pictures of like Fenway Park and stuff. Like Red were, Sox. Yeah, there are Red Sox bar in Chicago. There was Red Sox stuff everywhere. There was really? Patriots stuff everywhere. Yeah, I did not know. I think that. it was on, owned by a Boston guy. Oh, that's so weird. there was like Patriots. Some guy was walking out with like the Patriots clock where it's just a Patriots logo instead of a 12. Interesting. Uh, but one of the, so I, I, I didn't know what to take because we were traveling. So it wasn't yeah. like I could just like take whatever I wanted, but I did take a decorative, uh, uh, a decorative candle holder. Candle holder. Uh, that if you're watching the video, you can see it. Uh, but this is from uh, Brendan's pub. Uh, the, the, now, the, now, the now deceased. The now deceased. So rest in peace. Oh, I wish I had wax. I can pour it on. Yeah. <laughs> pour it out. Pour it out for the homies. Uh, but shout out to uh, Brendan's pub. Yeah. For, that was for creating a legendary evening. I know it was, it's a, it was a sad reason. Yeah. But still uh, legendary nonetheless. And if people want to know, we, we got to that bar, what, at 920, 925, the okay. latest? We didn't leave that bar till like four, four thirty in the morning. So <laughs> yes, we and wanted, then we went to get tacos. Yeah, we wanted to make sure all the alcohol was gone. Well, uh, they did say they had to clear out their uh, alcohol. At one point, some guy was drinking like Soco and lime and soda. We we're like, oh yeah, everybody, all our fans were like, happy to help. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you getting rid of alcohol? We'll be here forever. Uh, oh, okay. The yeah. Section Eight guys who came out were like, whoa, I think we're well prepared for this. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, again, a legendary evening. All right. So a couple other things uh, before we get into our next segment. We have to talk about Christian Ramirez. Oh, yeah. I mean, why, why would you not want to leave Minnesota to become one of 38 forwards <laughs> attacking forwards on LAFC? This, Where are they putting all of these? Do they have an, do they have an academy just, <laughs> just, a for, a forward just academy. for forwards? <laughs> the, the F in LAFC is, yeah, is forward. Yeah. <laughs> Los Angeles forward club? <laughs> no, no, we don't defend. <laughs> no, we, no, no. This is why we drop points no. and lose games, right? We and, have some forwards that can shoot for, from further away, so they sit back a little bit. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're about to sign Leo Messi as center back. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be yeah. great. Higuain, he's gonna be the keeper. <laughs> so, I mean, the technical ability yeah. of these uh, of these defenders are you gonna don't know be- who's where. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Uh, this is a ridiculous. I mean, I'm gonna say it's a ridiculous move. Um, I don't know why Minnesota makes this move. I also don't know why LAFC makes this move. I know people. Why not? They drafted the player in his position two years in a row. Yes, but Christian Ramirez uh, is the best at doing all those things. They have a lot of hope that these players that they drafted are going to do that. And also, Ramirez is not very old. He's, I think he's maybe 24 or something like that. He's very expensive. I believe he's getting paid 700000 a year, something like that. Okay, not worth it. He's very expensive for what he provides, which is just goals. He doesn't do anything else. And apparently he's fell out of favor with Adrian Heath. Yeah, that's Adrian, a- he don't even play this dude. I'm like, yo, you were, yeah, I know you weren't his coach back in the day, but like, you know, you played in the USL when he played in the, in, uh, in the lower leagues or what was it? They were NASL. Yeah, they were NASL. You played in the lower leagues. You might remember this guy from US open cups or whatever. Like there's like, there's a lot of He's 27, by the way, 27. So. All right. So this is his peak year. Kids sold for some Tam. He, yes. He ended up getting sold, uh, for, uh, what's the total uh, two, uh, a million dollars total in allocation money, and that's split up between Gam and Tam. Um, Minnesota's not good, right? We know that they're not bad. They're not bad. They're climbing up the charts. They've got a couple wins in the last. I understand. Few. I understand Minnesota letting him go, but I don't understand him going to LAFC. Outside of the fact that. Uh, uh, Diomande, uh, Adame Diomande is, uh, uh, I think has a hamstring injury. They don't yeah, know how serious up. it's going to be, but, uh, just, it doesn't feel right. I, he was in Minnesota for five years, clearly a, a loyal dude feels, I don't know, feels, it doesn't feel right. Look, I'm looking at it now. They're in what ninth place out of 12. What's, uh, the top six going to the playoffs, right? Yep. 28 points, 34 points. They got 1. 1. 1.22 points per game. They're not doing great. Not great. I mean, they're, no, not too, can, they're six points back from a, from a playoff spot. They can use a million in TAM for so much more. Are they going to? I mean, they need, they need defenders. They need a defensive midfielder. They need somebody that is just not going to throw away games. Uh, you know what they the should end. do? They should do what LAFC is doing, but separately. They should just sign a bunch of passing midfielders that could just get Quintero the ball. That's it. <laughs> and he has been uh, an absolute joy to watch. Lights man. out. Even uh, they, they just lost. Uh, who did they play? Uh, they lost to Seattle, yeah. which we're going to talk a little bit about. But Quintero... Quintero's goal, uh, he is, he's very much like, yo, give me the ball. I got this. I don't, I don't trust any of you with the ball. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 Just, just give it to me. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, and clearly uh, the, the, you know, he's, is, is Quintero uh, a forward or a midfielder? No, he's a forward. He's a, okay. So he's, he's getting the, the, the pressure of the, the, and the responsibility of scoring is clearly uh, put on Quintero. And he wants it. Uh, it's weird that, I don't know. It's just like Ramirez doesn't seem like a problem. But maybe he is an asset to be able to 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 build somewhere else. Well, he's not going to get more expensive next year. You're not playing him, and he's going to be over 27. He's not going to get any more expensive, so you sell him now. Okay. Here's the thing. Why does LAFC want him? Yeah, that's just, <laughs> it's a weird one. Vela's there. Rossi's there. Orenia's there. Uh, uh, the, uh, uh, Diamande. Diamande, who let's say he's out for the rest of the year. You still got enough. Yeah. Uh, Arena don't score. It's a big issue with him. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even know how much playing time Ramirez is gonna get. It's just it, this is one of those one of those moves. Uh, 
I don't know. I, emotionally, it feels weird. I'm not, I'm not even like from not even like a tactical perspective. I'm like, oh, he was like he, he represented Minnesota very well and helped and, and is is part of the reason why they're in MLS. Right. To some yeah. degree, like he was a marketable name. And, right. Him and Miguel Ibarra together were like that was like the big thing. Yeah. You know? So. Uh, so, so a little surprising. There's another move. Uh, Christian Nemeth moves from uh, New England, goes back, back to sporting, to sporting, against, sporting Kansas City. What he wanted this whole time anyway. Uh, was it? Uh, Brad Friedel's another one where, like, I, I don't know. I don't know who he likes. He's not attached to anything. <laughs> he doesn't. What love- was the movie Heat where they're like, you got to be able to? <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds. You leave the life you have. Yeah. Brad no Fr- attachment. Friedel's like <laughs> repeating that. He plays it on loop. Yeah. He tells everyone before every training session, like, I don't love any of you. You got, if you don't uh, deliver, uh, you will be shipped out immediately. It's like a guy yelling at a dog not to come back. Like, he throws a, <laughs> throws a piece of meat out of the car on the highway. I never loved you. <laughs> so a, a little surprise. Uh, uh, and then there we, you mentioned it uh, uh, up top, uh, Juan Agadello, uh, also New England Revolution, who a guy not getting much playing time, but when he does, he he's, he scored a couple goals and it seems like he's uh, clearly a part of the team and, and important to the team. Yeah, for some reason, he's not getting a lot of playing time. I'm not sure what it is. I, but he has much more belief and I guess, Fagundes, you know? Yeah, Fagundes is getting way more playing time than he did last year. And uh, also, I, I, maybe by the time this comes out, this podcast comes out. Uh, Kellen Rose also rumored to be leaving, going to Seattle. Uh, I don't know where he's going. Who knows where he's going? I heard it's Seattle. So he's got the Seattle skyline tattooed on his arm. Okay, so it seems fitting. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah. So that's uh, that's basically it. We'll. Uh, oh, do you want? Oh, also, the the Premier League is starting up uh, yeah. this week. Is anything? Any? How do you feel about Arsenal this right. uh, this season? I uh, like a lot of people are saying where they're going to finish. Uh, some people are like, Oh, they're going to get the fourth place trophy again. Ding, 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 ding. Here's what I care about. Uh, I want an advancement on last year. I want to see tactical changes, which we haven't had in a few years. Uh, besides the go moving to three at the back. I want to see how Mesut Ozil plays after the debacle with Germany and him quitting the national team. Mm-hmm. I want to see the Unai Emery era start and have a bit of flourish. We don't need to win the league this year. I know that that sounds super arsenal fanish, uh, but I just want to see like an advancement on what happened last year. And I want to see that this isn't a complete, just, just, just the destruction of my favorite club. Uh, Stan Kroenke came out today and said he wanted to buy the entire team. 1.8 billion yeah. uh, pounds, by the way. So well, that's, no, that's not what he's buying it for. Cause he owns, he owns the, he's a majority. He wants the rest oh, of the he shares. Wants, he wants the rest of the shares, but yeah. it, it, uh, by buying the rest of the shares, it would, uh, I think value Arsenal at 1.8 billion dollars. Yeah. So he wants to buy the shares away from the supporters. So turning it into a private club instead of a public club, which it is now, which I'm sure the supporters are totally cool. With. They, they're, they they're not, they're, yeah, they're not <laughs> overreacting at all. And by the way, none of them are saying anything negative about Americans, which is <laughs> really cool of them to understand. I, I, that's the annoying part about England, where it's just like a, a anytime lot, an American does something, we all get blamed. We all, for it. it's all, it's, we're all responsible, but which what, we do to what, them as well. When your we clubs, say? when your clubs are in ruins. All of a sudden, yo, them, them George Washingtons huh? and them Alexander Hamiltons, all, all that, that American money, all of a sudden, it, we, we appreciate that, don't we? Then you all about the Benjamins. <laughs> okay. A little annoying. Yeah. Right. It so, could either be oil money 
or whatever it is we're bringing to the table. <laughs> okay? And it's, it's from weird mortgages, weird package mortgages. But yeah, you know how many families got foreclosed <laughs> on so your club could buy two more players? <laughs> All right. Have some respect. We're suffering over here. Right? So you should appreciate what 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 was uh, like expended yeah. so that your team can finish fifth, in fifth place. Did we ruin the American dream just so you <laughs> could have Pogba? Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy Pogba. Stop blaming us. Exactly, man. Uh, all right, so uh, I'm excited about Everton because for some reason this season y'all getting rid of everybody, getting rid of everybody, and for whatever reason players want to go to Everton. It's very confusing. I, I'm like, what? I, have you seen this club the last yeah. five years? Uh, yeah. Really? <laughs> really? Do you? Uh, Where are the cameras? Am I'm, I getting punk? There's there's a rumor that uh, uh, Yeri Mina. Uh, mm-hmm. From uh, the Colombian, uh, you know, the Colombian center back that was dunking on England all day, uh, hard bodying England. <laughs> he uh, he's he plays for Barcelona. He's he's he, he can't get any playing time in Barcelona. He's so, not going to. Uh, there's a possibility. He- Second choice. Everton. <laughs> Everton. So he might go to Everton and they're uh, saying the issue that there's a bidding war, uh, I think with Manchester United. So there's also another rumor that, uh, Paul Pogba might go to Barcelona Yeah, and they're going to use, uh, Mina as a, as a, Piece. Oh, so they throw him in. They throw him in there. He he might end up in Manchester United, which I do not want because my Colombia Colombian brethren, my parcero, yeah, should be going to Everton. Speaking of, we we forgot to mention at the party we got to hang out with three. Yes, uh, parceros with sombreros. Yes, siempre united. Yes, and a guy I did not know that you and I had a child. <laughs> Yeah, high press podcast. <laughs> high press podcast. Stack. His name is, I didn't know his real name. Stacks. Stacks. But it's, that's how. That's just. That's how you. That's New York, right? Man. Just, yo, your name is Stacks, bro. That's, you you don't say somebody's government name out loud. <laughs> all right? you. Not, what, on, over the airwaves, nah, son. Nah, you don't know if somebody got warrants. I ain't about that, right? So Stacks. But Stacks from High Press Podcast. That, he is family, man. Half Cuban, half Dominican, dude. I mean, he's our he's our mijito. <laughs> that's right. Okay, a chamaco. <laughs> he's familia. That's it. We got to hang out with him. Yo, he knows all the lyrics to all the songs we know lyrics to. <laughs> Dude, I, that's it. He's, uh, he is, he's one of us. He is yeah, a he family. Is, he is a cooligan somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a distant cooligan. He shows up at the cookouts. <laughs> he always yeah, got yeah, weed you know, on him. Oh, yeah, that's Stax. Yeah, yeah. We know yeah. Oh, yeah, he's behind the trees. <laughs> that's him right there. Stax. Yeah, leave him alone. No, he's a yeah, good dude. No, don't say nothing. Uh, the, but yeah, that's right. Parcero with sombreros from the Atlanta United. Danny, right? Danny. Danny, Parcero, Danny uh, and Blake. Who is who is in Parceros with Sombreros, uh, which is a Colombian essentially supporters group, right? And he is with not a dude named Blake. With a dude named Blake. <laughs> but yo, though I saw him dance, he could be in a Parcero with Sombreros. Exactly, fine, yeah. he got them hips. All yeah, right? he got, he got and them, they don't lie. <laughs> he got those Latino hips. Uh, and and uh, unrelegated ATL, we did hang out with uh, Kelly yeah. Francis as and well. Team United. Do you remember the dude's name from Luis? Team Luis. Luis. Love those dudes. I was asking him where where's Michael and uh, 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 Negativo. Yeah. I was asking well, all of them. I'm like, yo, what are these dudes? Why aren't they? Out on a Wednesday night dancing. It's oh, they, a party. They got families. They got kids. Well, clearly they don't love yeah. this sport enough. So does High Press, and he's out here <laughs> dancing, not taking care of nobody. Does he also have three kids? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. He probably does. <laughs> probably does. He three different baby mama. Doesn't you know. know where where they are, who they are. That's what stacks is. He's got stacks of kids. <laughs> he's got stacks of diapers. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's get to our second segment. We're going to be uh, talking about uh, a couple of the games over the weekend because there was a lot of fun, a lot of goals, and a lot of controversy. 
controversy. Oh, there was so much controversy. So we'll be right back after this. Hey, thank you so much for listening to The Cooligans. We just want to break in with a little word from one of our new sponsors. Uh, new sponsor? That's incredible. Wow. <laughs> uh, Lightstream is our new sponsor. And look, there are a lot of people that listen to the show that might be dealing with uh, 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 some credit card debt. Some credit card debt. I got some. You got some. I Everybody got, got some. I got all the credit card debt. It seems like I got a lot of it. <laughs> There's people after me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I owe some bad people a lot of money. <laughs> and thank God Lightstream is so fast. If you don't know what Lightstream is, it's a, they're not just a credit card consolidation, but they do credit card consolidation loans. They also do some other loans. It's a really cool system. It's fast. It's like this new age of loaning, right? You need your money fast. They got you. But this isn't like one of them loan shark things. This is a division of SunTrust Bank. What they're going to do is they've set up a couple loans. Dude, they can loan you anywhere from $5,000 to $100,000. And they, you can get it for uh, different reasons. If you need to uh, get a car, you need to remodel your home. Yeah. That consolidation is also one of the options. But there's a lot of reasons why they will give you the loan. Of course, listen, $5,000 to $100,000. If you're getting a car for more than $100,000... <laughs> you are. You're doing... <laughs> First of all, why are you listening to the Cooligans? <laughs> Second of all, you probably... I think they would hook you up. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> so this is... And this is uh, really about uh, credit card consolidation. This is not for people who... If you have no money and you're absolutely struggling, yeah. this is not for you. You will yeah, probably... Yeah, Mon- <laughs> Montel's nowhere in this ad. <laughs> what we're saying is what you can do is you get an additional interest rate discount just because you listen to Cooligan. So what happens if you go to the top of Lightstream's already low rates, you're going to get an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Cooligans. So that's right. You go to L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash Cooligans. And you're going to get an additional interest rate discount just because you listen to us. That's a good deal. That seems like a good deal to us. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Yo, let's say, yo, you you and your fam got a little bit of credit card debt. You go there. You get a good, good, good rate anyway because it's Lightstream. But guess what? But if you go to lightstream.com slash cooligans, you're going to get an even better rate. Exactly. And just remember, uh, the, the uh, Lightstream is, is subject to credit approval. Rate includes a 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com for more information. Yeah, baby, we're back. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know that, uh, you know, sitting through that break and you were just like, oh, my God, this is brutal. When are the Cooligans coming back and talking about soccer? I know. Why, why are they talking about this advertisement when they should be talking <laughs> about soccer? Exactly. So we'll start, uh, like always, uh, in the order of uh, they how were the played. games were, uh, they, that they were played. And we're going to talk about a couple of games. But we have to talk about, uh, really, the Eastern Conference and those t- the teams that are really chasing the Supporters' Shield. Uh, it seems like nobody wants the Supporters' Shield. They're, They're like, all you like, know, you know what? Why don't you take it? No, 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 no. <laughs> why don't you take it? <laughs> no, you take it. It's like everybody but it's uh, passion around the collection play. Like, no, 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 I don't want it. It's just like, you know, you take it, you take it, you take it. Uh, Atlanta played against Toronto and uh, th- there's people saying online now, and I saw this uh, from, from uh, the homie Jay Riddle, who's, people are saying uh, Toronto might be Atlanta's biggest rival. Now, because they, they've, they've had a lot of chippy games. Remember at the end of last season, Jovinko okay. scores that free kick in sure. the end that knocks... Uh, Atlanta into the the not put them in puts them in the knockout round of the playoff. They don't get out. They don't get the buy. They don't get the buy. Yeah, that NYC, NYCFC ended up getting right. So and did nothing with. And did, <laughs> remember they tried their best. You know, yeah. well, I mean, not, not in that first, not not in the away leg, but in the the home leg. They isn't isn't San Jose trying their best this year, <laughs> and they're doing nothing. So uh, 
but th- that that's an interesting point. Uh, this game end, ends up uh, 2-2, but there was a lot of controversy at the end, right? There was a big old fight between LGP. Chris, Mav- Chris Mavinga was like, I'm fighting everybody. Mavinga was like, how about this? How about I just go out there and everybody gets just a little dap in the face? <laughs> Smack, who wants it? You want yeah, it? Huh? What? <laughs> just line up in an orderly fashion. That's really what he was trying to do. He ended up getting uh, sent off at the end of the game. That Now he will be missing the next game. But... This game, uh, he did mush LGP. <laughs> he did mush LGP, but why is LGP even there to begin with? But why mush? I mean, we got to give him. He should get like a vacation for the mush. <laughs> well, he is. He's getting an unpaid vacation for well, one week. Here's the thing. All right, I know. Look, I know we're looking for sponsors. If anybody wants to sponsor Cooligans, go for it. But if you want to sponsor something just a little bit bigger, how about anytime a player mushes someone in the face, right, and they got to go out, or they got to suspend it for a game or two. There's a company that sponsors that mush and donates and then, the do, donates the fine to a face cancer fund. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sends that player on a dope vacation. You get okay. a mush vacation. All right. Interesting how we both have different yeah. you know ideas for how to, how this money should be used. Maybe like any uneaten food gets to send to the kids <laughs> with cancer, but for the most part, it's a mushcation. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh, what isn't so a mushcation sounds? Remember on uh, Jersey Shore. When they would say, uh, oh, no, it was smush, not mush. Okay. But a mush, a smushcation is probably a little different. Yeah, that's, we can't. <laughs> and Marco, please stop mushing people in the face to get a smushcation. Uh, <laughs> Marco's like, oh, all right, no play. No, none of the other players get upset when I do it this way. I think well, you mush someone in the face. Mavinga should get a little bit of a mushcation. Uh, I mean, I disagree. We yeah. got to have like a gully sponsor, like someone just dope. Someone who, I don't know, like who, like, I don't know. It would probably be like. Bo- like what are those bow dog sports? Remember those guys? The was that the gambling? Yeah, remember those guys? <laughs> like every commercial was just like women in bikinis. It was just <laughs> money being thrown around. You're like, I don't even know what this website does. <laughs> Someone like that. Someone just like a very egregious. Uh, okay, sure, sure, that's only fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, come on, anybody listening? All right, let's, yeah. Let's set up a couple mushcations. <laughs> um, the uh, again, we should f- highlight this. Uh, be this player that, that that seems to be taking over MLS and and will probably n- not be here much longer. But Drew Connor. Oh, we just can't stop. <laughs> Joseph Martinez uh, ends up getting a brace in this game. And uh, while I was watching this game, you, I, I can't even, I can't understand like the psychology of Joseph Martinez seems to be if, if I score, if I don't score, I am the angriest man yeah. In in the country. He he plays like his family's tied up in a basement with a gun to their head. Exactly. And it's like only goals will save their lives. <laughs> and it's then, like a weird, weird taken movie. But then also when Joseph Martinez scores, I'm like, he's still the angriest man in the country. He's so angry all the time. He's angry at that net for stopping <laughs> the ball. Like, I don't understand what's happening. The guy does. There's no anger management that can re- resolve what he has. The, the guy, the only time he's happy is when he's laying on that carpet. Wait, well, who was it? LGP? Well, Yamil Assad. Yamil Assad. No, was that? I, no, I think that was um, that was Yamil Assad and and Tito Villalba. Oh, not, was it? Not Martinez. Right, well. Martinez won't, wouldn't be caught dead uh, next to soft fabric. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> "What about you? Want me laying down? Well, then I can't score goals. I'm laying down." <laughs> So, um, but he did, uh, he got a penalty that some people 
it was debatable. I don't know how clear it was that it was a penalty. But I can understand. Clearly a penalty. He did. He did sell it a bit more, but it was a penalty. Exactly. Still. He he put that 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 Venezuelan sazon on yeah, it. Right? Yeah, he was like, how about a little bit of extra arroz? <laughs> so, uh, but he did get he did score the penalty, and then he got that the the, the great ball from Tito Villalba uh, for the header that that nutmegged uh, uh, Bono. Just a very slight deflection on it. He yeah. just, his head just graced it a little bit. Just like, it is. It, look, he scored twenty six goals so far uh, this year. Insane. He, I mean, I think at he, this point in the season, yeah, I think he has a double digit lead on the next on um, second place. He's one away from break from tying the record for most of the season. Yes, twenty seven, and, and he already broke the hat trick record for uh, for an MLS player. I think uh, with seven hat tricks or something like that. Just. It's we're, we're I think we we were taking it for granted because it, it like a lot of times. Well, the fans of Atlanta certainly are because they're like, oh, this is what we do. We score <laughs> goals it's like, oh, what's going to happen when he's gone? I think him and Miggy are going to be gone next year. Yeah, that's a possibility. I, I think Miggy goes first, but that that's just my guess. That's I, total speculation. I don't know. Uh, but the yes, he so he's, he's scoring so much, and I, I do really feel like we're, we're so used to him scoring uh, at, at the at the rate that he is that we're kind of forgetting that what he's doing is really like unprecedented. It's spectacular. It's it's, it's taking over Major League Soccer. It is Landon Donovan esque. It, it is maybe we have to rename the Landon Donovan MVP trophy to the Joseph Martinez trophy because that's how amazing he's playing. We rename it to the Joseph Martinez Landon Donovan. <laughs> Uh, just keep yeah. adding names. <laughs> we just keep adding names. It's like the like the Stanley Cup. They just keep adding a name, but you got to name it after all that. Um, I think uh, the Golden Boot should just be called the Joseph. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's incredible what he's doing, and uh, like yeah, in Major League Soccer, or I mean, look, some people might say like, oh, the the, the quality uh, is not not the same as the other leagues, but. Scoring goals is still scoring goals. It's still very, very hard. Yeah, I mean, and, there's still and, a defender in front of you, and there's still a goalkeeper. It's not like we play with a with a bigger goal. <laughs> it's not like we don't allow goalkeepers. And he's also not a guy that that's banging him in from thirty yards out. No, he is tiny. He is beating. He is getting headers on six foot five center backs. He's yep. beating out dudes. Uh, he's the Nate Robinson of, <laughs> of, of of MLS. Yeah, Joseph Martinez blocked Yao Ming. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, it, it's crazy. He, and he's he is a and he's not exactly a poacher, but he's just a guy that knows exactly where to be. He does everything really well. I don't think he does one thing exceptionally well. He does everything really, really, really well. Yeah. Whether it's in the air with the ball at his feet, driving at a defender, playing target man. He does all those things really, really well. I think that's probably why he had a tough time in Europe when he was there. He was at Torino. Yeah. Because you don't really know. Like, you just kind of got to let him play. Like, you don't say, like, oh, here's how we're going to use Joseph Martinez. Yes. At some point, you just go, look. Hey, use use your rage to yeah. power you and fuel <laughs> yeah. you through these 90 minutes. Buddy, run wild, and we'll <laughs> find a way to get the ball at your feet. Try not to eat it. <laughs> when you get it, he did get. I think. Uh, I, I just want to confirm. I, I believe he got subbed off of this game. Yeah, he took the uh, shin guards out. Yes, and the official was like, "Buddy, you got, you got to go." But it's I, my. I could. I could. Someone, please put together a highlight video of Joseph Martinez getting subbed out of a game by Tato Martino yeah. because it is like you're you're set to death metal because <laughs> he is not. It, happy. it is like your mom telling you that you have to leave Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, no, why? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I 
ridiculous. Mom, I hate you, Mom. Yeah, or just you got to put down the Nintendo. <laughs> uh, neighbors are coming over. And you're like, what? Just surreal. Uh, yeah, in general, uh, again, what he's doing is incredibly special, and we, we cannot uh, take it for granted. If, but- he, if he wins the, the goal-scoring record... Do you think that that's enough to solidify him in what two and a half years, right? Solidify him for what? As the greatest goal scorer in MLS history. Yes, yes. I mean, there's no way to deny he, that. I mean, look, he was injured for a few games this Pretty season. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, Last know. season too. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like has, this season, it's, it's this like season, 40, he might break the record. It's like 45 goals in two years that, that he's currently at. Maybe 45, 46. It's insane. He might break the record before anyone clinches a playoff spot. <laughs> be able, Jesus, be amazing! It's it's crazy. But Atlanta, do you think Tata's system has made him look good, or do you think he's made Tata's system look good? Uh, because we've watched enough. We watched it up close. We've seen this enough. I, I think he is. Uh, I think he makes Tata's system look good. I agree. Yeah. I think you put him on NYCFC. You put him on San Jose. He probably doesn't have as many goals as he has, but he makes each of those teams better. Yeah. It's just the idea that you can toss a ball up to a guy that, that, that can move the way he does right. and, and place himself in exactly the right position. And, and he doesn't need to be necessarily the tallest guy. That is uh, quite a luxury. And remember at the beginning of the season, the Atlanta fans were upset that he was like walking around offside. Yeah, lazy, lazy Joseph. Lazy Joseph. <laughs> yeah, I would love to have lazy Joseph on my team. <laughs> Any day of the week. But Atlanta United drops points again at home. Uh, you they, know. So they cannot close out a game. They're like, that's it. 75th minute. Shut it <laughs> we, down. We, we got walk away. And, but you sort of felt it when Joseph Martinez did leave this game. I, I had this weird feeling when he got subbed off. I, I felt like, oh, this is not the move to make. Uh, they, they need they needed another goal. They had opportunities. Almiron had that great chance one-on-one uh, against Bono. Uh, and, and, and he made a great stop. But Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> you were about to repeat it, and your body was like, no, it's too hacky. Don't do it. I mean, we can I just like we can we can do better. That's all. I'm like, Alexis, just do better, man. Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but in the what in the 90th minute uh, to St. Ricketts gets the equalizer. And I'm, I, I'm watching this game. I'm like, I feel it. It's going to happen. Toronto towards the end of that game. Uh, you know, they, I wouldn't even say they were being dominated, but they, they were towards the end of the game. They to say changed the game. He did. But towards the end of the game, uh, Toronto was leaving themselves incredibly open. Uh, and, 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 and Atlanta had great chances that they just needed to put away. Yeah. And as, as Bono was making a couple stops, I'm like, this is not, it's just not going to end. The momentum well. is shifting a little bit. Yes. I will say, I don't understand how, maybe he's just not that good of a starter, but how is, how is the same Ricketts not starting? Maybe, uh, maybe it's I mean, just he's, the, he's uh, the, uh, what is it? Um, from Chicago. What am I forgetting his name? Uh, this goal scorer. Uh, uh, Nikolic? Gordon. Gordon. Oh, he's, Gordon. Yeah, he is. He is. Super sub. He's a super sub. Yeah. I mean, he's been that, that, he's played that role for the last couple of years. It's the same, but you're taking a show. <laughs> Come on. All right. You got to get on. <laughs> but if you're going to be the Alan Gordon, you need to be the Alan Gordon. Um, I, uh, We're going to need a bigger shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he is Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hilarious uh, We're going to need this one to be a high top uh, <laughs> I um, What you want to call it I look at the way the game is sort of 
drawn to him as a forward and how he puts pressure on that back line. Yeah, yeah. And granted, it's hard to tell how it works as a starter when they come in as a sub. Everyone else is a bit more tired. They game plan for the other guy, not this one. It's true. But uh, something, something in me says like, yo, the only time I saw him start was back during the uh, CCL games when they basically started Toronto too. Sure. And, and, you know? and he, he starts a lot of the Canadian Cup games yeah. and stuff like that. So I want to see him with the first squad. I, it's the same Ricketts as one of those dudes like Raheem Edwards. Who is now now over what Vancouver or New England? No, I believe uh, he's in Chicago. He went to Montreal and now he got tra- and he got traded to Chicago. Boy, all right, it's not going well for him. But those <laughs> two guys, I thought I loved when they played together. They were so young and, and uh, spring to their step. So no uh, Alfonso Davies, but, but disappointing for Atlanta uh, without a doubt. And so um, let's move on to. Uh, New England and Orlando, uh, you know, in a game as so many of you cared about. <laughs> no, but this is it, it's getting okay. Orlando has a problem, right? We know that defensively, they're like, uh, they're like, no, thank you. We're not, <laughs> we have no interest. They they are playing this cool game of like, yo, what if we didn't even try? But this game, three, three, look, a six goal thriller. Uh, they and, are scoring goals, they just can't stop goals from being scored. Yes. My okay. My favorite thing. Look, the the goal, the goal from Christian Panilla, which was gorgeous, ridiculous. The, the, I mean, it was the damn curveball that he that he put on. It was just incredible. Uh, but it, Ecuadorian, it, right? Uh, yeah, the pride of Ecuador. It, he he like I, it's like a curler to the top, but it just skimmed across nah, the ground. Yeah, dude, it was incredible. So the it's like a heat seeking missile. My. My favorite thing about this game uh, wasn't even the game. It was the post-game interview with uh, with Brad Friedel. Actually, you know, you know what? I like, yeah, it was a post-game interview. I, I like the pushing and shoving. I like Agudelo with his natural hair out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Not in cornrows. Yeah, he's like, y'all. Just because I don't got cornrows don't mean I ain't about to get it. Let's go. Uh, but Brad Friedel, this is what when I was talking, uh, mentioning in the first segment, Brad Friedel. I honestly believe hates his team, right? I honestly think he just does not like, I don't think he likes the players. I don't think he likes the technical staff. I don't think he likes the people in the concession stand at Gillette Stadium. He looks like he doesn't (laughs) like what he's wearing. He didn't like what you're wearing when you asked him the question. He doesn't like the microphone brand you're using. Rodrigo was like, like, he's, he's sort of becoming... He's he's catching up to Mike Petke when it comes to post game interviews. You, but he has like that slightly British accent where it's not the same as Petke. It's not the same, but it, the 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 there's disdain. There's just a lot the of real, disdain. Yeah, the yeah. disdain is there. Yeah, uh, he's not as animated, but it, he looks like he's about to implode on camera. Yeah, and that's incredibly fun to watch. Brad Farino, it is so much fun to watch. <laughs> he was just saying like this, like he he just like I know he wants to curse and he wants to swear. Yeah, but he's just like this this is ridiculous. This game we should we we should have five. Six goals by now. This is uh, this is. I just cannot believe this. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, man, you really. I think. They, I mean, they, they're, save it for the for, save it for the whiteboard, buddy. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like clearly this man needs therapy, yeah. and, and you know we can hear you, right? <laughs> and this is going to be on the internet. It's just it's such a controlled rage that it's it's quite entertaining. Uh, he and, is like a frustrated Brit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's just delightful to see, but. This, uh, I mean, just this game, it's just, it's so frustrating. And look, Orlando, I think uh, they're done, right? I mean, they're not, they're not getting anywhere. Right? Like, I think the hope is pretty much gone. Orlando tried to sell Christian Ramirez and they don't even have him. They're like, they're Minnesota, with, you mean, tried no, to no, 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 Orlando. They're okay. willing to sell anything, but they're just like, take whatever you want. <laughs> uh, look, defensively, this is clearly where all the problems lie. Uh, they, uh, did Joe Bendick even start this game? Uh, Joe Bendick has been, 
I don't know if he's been hurt. It's been, no, it's been Edwards, Earl Edwards Jr. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two people named Earl? God damn it. So the, like, I think they're like, they're like mixing it up. They're trying whatever they they can. They're like, let's see who we have in reserves. But you know, let's, team, let's test them. If you're a team that scores three goals in a game and can't win, that's absurd. I mean, and there's been multiple consistently, games, yeah, consistently, yeah. multiple games this year that Orlando uh, is is putting up numbers. Uh, and they if Orlando's going to win, it's five four, <laughs> four three. Just it's so so disappointing. But a fun game to watch. Uh, I, that that goal from Teal Bunbury uh, that that gave them the lead was gorgeous. I mean, and Teal Bunbury's big dupe that them quick feet. Yeah. Uh, just, Another Canadian. Is he Canadian? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, just another impressive game. Uh, These Canadians are on the come up. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he's the big reason why Juan Agudelo is not getting that starting spot because Till Bunbury's been amazing this year. That's insane. Yeah, how many goals does Till Bunbury have this year? Let's look, everybody. Well, listen to us. Remember that one <laughs> episode where we were just silent for thirty seconds as we Googled <laughs> something? That was a good one. Teal Bunbury, uh, ha- oh, he didn't even start the game. So look, I don't even know. Whatever. So I'm not going to look it up. Well, see, well you'll, you'll look it up. I'll, I'll bring up the next game. So uh, let's talk about Minnesota and Seattle. Seattle wins this game two to one. Uh, we, we had a couple a couple of our friends out there uh, in Minnesota watching this game with uh, with ECS, right? And Just dancing, having a good dancing, time. <laughs> which was one of my favorite moments. Shout out to Kill Parker uh, from, from Chicago. Went over, big Sounders fan, went over to Minnesota. Uh, and, and on camera uh, during some break in the game, just all, <laughs> holding the ECS scarf. Or, just I, I, or hold, it. I think it was a Tropic Sounders scarf. Yeah. And, and, uh, just bouncing back and forth. Bouncing back. Kick Kicking them feet, <laughs> and and Siege's uh, Siege's wife, the the the, the wife of, of Tropic Sounders, uh, she had made this little video of Kale dancing uh, to the song "Dancing with Myself." Yeah, I'm just dancing, <laughs> and it was just that's a fun that's a fun soccer content that we that we need. This is we need more of Kale dancing. More Kale dancing. Come on, Kale. <laughs> but the uh, Seattle does win this game. Uh, he has eleven goals, by the way. Eleven goals. Teal Bunbury. Teal Bunbury. Okay. 11 goals for New England. Remember, we thought New England was just. It's. Defense. We thought. They were just going to defend. Yeah. yeah. We were <laughs> like, like, this is going to be terrible. Yeah. There's going to be like, the games in New England are just going to be straight up passing back and forth between center backs. Maybe they hoof it up a couple times. <laughs> but nah, man. They've, uh, they've, they've shown a, a much more style than I've uh, expected. I remember right? we talked to one of the players. We're not going to say who, but we're we talked to one of, the, one of the players. He's like, oh, God. He's a keeper. So, you know, he's <laughs> just going to do nothing yes, but training. When Brad Friedel, let's just say, when Brad Friedel was hired, as a head coach of New England Revolution, and it's not a, a player we we barely talk about this guy on the show. Yeah, so it's just they were not everyone was super excited that they were gonna they were gonna see a fun, fast attacking style yeah. of football. No, well, some guys like, oh god, we're gonna train <laughs> so much. That, you know, keepers just love to train and train and train because <laughs> they don't run. They don't ever run. He was just like really open about it. Is that a thing where like uh, the goalkeepers? Who, what position do you think makes the best coach? Do you think it has anything? Goalkeeper to do? because they're the ones who sort of direct everything on the field. Goalkeeper, and midfielder, those are the two I trust the most. Maybe center back. So how, how do you think Thierry? Um, uh, right up the spine. How do you think uh, Thierry Henry is going to do? I think Thierry Henry is going to do great because how could you not listen to that man? He is very soft-spoken in a Ooh, cool way. That's what we love about coaches. Yeah, <laughs> whispers right <laughs> in your ear. No, he's just, he's a very authoritative person. I met him, what, twice? Okay. Thierry Henry. And just talking to him, he's like, 
If he was like, yo, everybody is uh, jumping off the bridges, you know, I'd be like, well, psh, we need well, to get out there. Okay. <laughs> then that, why are you still talking? Is that what the goals are? I mean, <laughs> come on. Let's find out what's going on out there. Uh, uh, this game between Seattle and Minnesota, Darwin Quintero scores. Uh, just, uh, just All he does is brilliant goal. He's, he's either chipping your keeper or, or, or cutting up center backs. He is he breaking ankles. And, Ch- and he's like, yo, Chad Marshall. You're too old to be guarding yeah. me, dog. Yo, you look like you're here to pick up your kid. <laughs> Watch okay. this. I'm going this way. No, I'm not. Uh, a great goal. Left-footed shot around around Marshall, around Stephen Fry. And and Stephen Fry was, again, spectacular in this Incredible. game. Incredible. Making stops. And and uh, there was there was uh, that that breakaway that, that after the... The, the handball from yep. Miguel Ibarra, but so which would have been called back anyway, it wouldn't have counted. But he, Stephen Fry, still makes a save when it would have got them open net. Yo, until every fan leaves the stadium, Stephen Fry is going to make a save. <laughs> when the okay. last guy, when they shut the lights off, that's when he's like, all right. Okay, nobody's going to be taking more shots, yeah, I think. Yeah. But I'll stay here in the dark for like yeah. about 10 more minutes. If I hear it. <laughs> I'm gonna put my hand out, man. Uh, he made a, a, a spectacular stop on Quintero, uh, even though it wouldn't have counted. But still, the effort is there. The dude is Quintero's one of those dudes where I, there's something about him you just never expect him to miss. Stefan Fry is one of those dudes you don't expect him to get a ball past him. Yeah. So the two of them against each other is so much fun to watch. So the penalty, uh, Lodero scores. I don't know about this scoring a penalty towards the end of the end of the game to equalize. You think you take off your shirt? Yeah. If you're, if you've got the body for it. Yeah. <laughs> so basically you're saying you should take off your shirt anytime you score. Anytime. <laughs> Why not? I, I Who doesn't want to see that? Nico Lovero. Let's get it. Because they ended up winning the game. Uh, just six minutes later. So it's like the, the taking off the shirt. It's like, it, it was a, a preemptive, Shirt taken off. You know, he didn't get into the World Cup. Okay. There's a, lot, there's a lot going on there. They haven't been playing the greatest. Still seems weird to me, regardless. But Will, Will Bruin uh, scores the game-winning goal in the 97th minute. Chippity, uh, chip, chip. After a, uh, after, I would say, a, a flick on from uh, Raul Rui Diaz. Yeah, he looked at Quintero and he said, anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> uh, and, and put... He made Will Bruin. Will Bruin doesn't, uh, he's not the fastest of guys. No. In fact, I would say he's probably the slowest of guys. <laughs> but lethal in the box. He loves to score. He's a lot like Christian Ramirez in the sense that you're like, I'm not sure what he does well, but he gets buckets. He does. And he has like this, I, I, the way he moved to, to, to chase the ball down, he looked, like, he looked like the fastest player on the field to get yeah. the ball. And then to have the wherewithal to chip it over the keeper. The balls. The ball, the balls, but also this man has the, I would, I would argue the largest torso in major league soccer. He has all torso. How do you move this torso around? It goes hip to knee, (laughs) (laughs) hip knee. And then there's a little bit of a calf and an ankle. (laughs) He's just a big old brick house. (laughs) He is is top tall man built like a swimmer. And the fact that he can move as elegantly as he does is at least in that moment. Certainly. Yes. Yes. And he's a big dude. A big old center back to be able to to to, to uh, again just chip the ball like that and and move the way he does. Not a center back. No, no uh, forward. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, center forward. 
Center forward. Uh, impressive. But a big uh, uh, congratulations to all, all the uh, the corndog squadron yeah. out there. Uh, yeah, Tropic Sound. Tropic Sound and Tropic Sound ECS, School. Uh, yeah. ECS. Because <laughs> they were, they, you know, they that, that's like a game. I think it, it's like in the, you know, the center of the country. A lot of, a lot of the, a lot of the fans, fans from around the world, from around, from around the country can go get there. there yeah. probably it's, easy, it's an easy place to get to mm-hmm. uh, relatively as opposed to going from Florida to Seattle back and forth. <laughs> Not easy. Easy. Not easy. So, uh, but uh, very entertaining. Like uh, Seattle looked like they were most likely going to lose this one. Yep. And uh, they are on, I believe, a, I want to say 11 game unbeaten streak uh, after the season that they've that they started and they were just, uh, they were just terrible. Uh, yeah, they still don't have answers for going scores, but they're finding it. Well, Rui Diaz making a difference. Yeah. But see, uh, it's a great pickup for them. They are five points back from a playoff spot when it, it looked like they weren't even going to sniff a goddamn sixth playoff spot. I, there's a lot of teams. A lot of people are saying Minnesota gets thinking of the playoffs. A lot of people are saying Seattle gets thinking of the playoffs. I am, I am of... I am of the mindset that I love when a team sneaks in the playoffs. I love when there's, there's always a chance to get in San Jose. Got no chance. They're done. Orlando. Come on, son. (laughs) But there's so many other teams here that it's like, Ooh. And, uh, finally let's talk about, um, Oh, actually, before we, uh, we I forgot, uh, NYCFC did play against Vancouver, uh, and that game was uh, fine. The only thing that kind of stood out, uh, Tati Castellanos, Valentin, Valentin Castellanos. Yeah. Uh, got his first start. Got his first start. And, and his first goal. And his first goal. But uh, this came in the 2-2, another late, uh, you know, just another mistake from NYCFC at the end, which is not used to seeing at home. But... In uh, the surprise with this was that uh, Castellanos did get the start. He came from uh, from Uruguay, right? Uh, from a club in Uruguay, Torque, Torque, right? And uh, which I think is uh, is part of City Football Group. Yeah, part of City Football Group. So shouts to having another Uruguayan, uh, right? And no, I don't well, think I don't he's. He, I don't think he's Uruguayan. I think he he's Argentinian. But he's I think he's Argentinian. So, but uh, Glenn Crooks uh, wrote an article. He does uh, the the broadcast, the radio broadcast for NYCFC, legendary Glenn Crooks, and he. Uh, Mentioned that it, it might be a little bit of an issue in the locker room that he got the start after being with the with the club just a couple of days. So uh, meaning, you know, Tommy Mack, Rodney Wallace, uh, Jonathan Lewis, he got to start over them. And he, yeah, he it's like the new kid in school. And all of a sudden, you he's know, he, the, and he's the, the prom king. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so some people thought that was a little strange. It made it uh, like it it, it kind of quells the argument. Uh, and the debate when he does score, so like, all right, so it seemed like the right decision, right? Uh, but still, the, it, I, I think it might have not s- sat well. With it just players. adds something to the locker room that you don't need there, especially at this time of the year when you know where you're making your way yeah. to uh, to the playoffs. That said, Domitarent, he's new. You know, he doesn't know what the locker room's like just yet. You know, yeah. he's maybe only seen it for a couple of weeks. So in his eyes, he's like, whatever, I'm going to bring whoever I want. In the post-game conference, uh, they did ask him this question. I, I don't know what reporter asked, but... And he said, no pick English. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get him out of here. I don't Man, know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't leave. Know. Okay, <laughs> no, you got to go. He, he, he took offense to the question, uh, and he, he brought up... He kind of did the like, yo, have you seen my resume? Yeah. All yeah. right. Cause I know. Do you know who I am? <laughs> he did that a little bit. He did the, you know, the, that it's really irrelevant how long the player has been in training camp because, uh, if the quality's there, the quality's there. And he, and he brought, he made the example of, um, uh, Chabi Alonso at, at Bayern Munich. And he was like, he was there 
he he was there for one training session and he was starting the next game. So at that point, I'm like, well, well okay, I guess he's right. Also, damn, Castellanos, Xavi Alonso is the <laughs> yeah, reference. Hi, <you're> <laughs> shit, you got a lot to live up to, my guy. So he, uh, but it, I think it, I think it was a fair question because I think for in Major League Soccer, we're not really used to seeing things like it's this. It's a fair question, but it's also a dumb question because then what the opposite is, okay, well, then how long is appropriate before they start? Okay, yeah. Like, what do you say? Like, oh, you're not allowed to start for the first two weeks after you're coming? No, once you're in the team, you're in the team. Okay. That, it, also, that asks, that begs the question, yo, what did Tommy and, and Rodney and, and, and Jonathan not do? That's, yeah. That's a, uh, that's well, what the only did they do to not get in the, in the first team, huh? Yeah. And he did. Look, I was watch, watching him. I went to the game. He, he played well. He scored a goal. Great. Uh, I was, initially, the concern is, like, is, is the chemistry going to be there? And it seemed... For the most part, they're... Him and Maxi as well. Yeah. They seem to get along really well. Honestly, the, the, the player that I thought was the most, like, uh, off was a- Alex Ring. He, he turned over the ball a couple times when you're not really used to seeing that. I don't know if the All-Star game did that to him or whatever. Right. Uh, so just a, a little bit of a surprise. And, and the, the mistake at the end, I mean, it's just whatever. It's just Hurtado. Hurtado is going to score. The equalizer. Hurtado don't score ever. <laughs> he never scores. And he's scoring. He didn't even really have a celebration. When he scored, he looked up like, damn, yeah, my yeah. score. So, uh, so a frustrating game for NYCFC. And again, another, and another team uh, fighting for that supporter shield that did win their game. Uh, New York Red Bulls win again, two to one against LAFC. LAFC goes into uh, Rebel Arena and leaves with zero points. Yeah. Uh, and LAFC is like, here's what we need more. Goal scorers. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is maybe this was what triggered them to uh, uh, you to know finalize that deal. Finalize that deal. Uh, Rebels. Look, it, it's tough to say. Rebels, uh, especially at Red Bull Arena, a tough team to beat. But also, I feel like this is this was Chris Armis's coming out party. You know, he lost the Derby first game. Okay, wasn't great. Uh, you know, he's had sort of up and down since then. It hasn't been his most consistent. This was his. This was like a full. Chris Armis team. This is what a Chris Armis led Red Bull looks like. Yeah. And shouts to the Boricua. Look, we want you to lose every game <laughs> you play against us, but shouts to having a Puerto Rican. That's right. From yeah. the Bronx. Representing. Uh, so it, it kind of, uh, the last couple of weeks, LAFC have been having, you know, not the results that they've wanted, right? right. They've been losing games. They've been dropping points. Uh, and I think it raises some concern with the standing of the team, I mean, they they are thirty six points. They're most like they're most likely going to get a, a playoff spot. Could they win the Western Conference? Of course, they're going to get a playoff spot. Yes, but I don't. I'm just saying they're in fourth place. What do you think they're going to slide all the way back? But LA Galaxy is one point back, and LA Galaxy had a terrible start to their season, uh, as opposed to LA LAFC that had a very very good start. The so- West is pretty pretty weak. As compared to the East. I mean, I think that the West at the bottom is pretty weak, but the West at the top, FC Dallas, Timbers, Sporting Kansas City, LAFC, LA Galaxy, And look at the points compared. Number two is Portland Timbers with 37 points. I think our second place team on the East has 44. Yeah, they're they're clearly better, but I I wouldn't say that the West is weak. It's weaker. Weaker, yes, but amongst... Don't we all have some weaknesses, really, when you think about it? (laughs) But... 
uh, a, a lot of people, uh, LAFC fans have been uh, more frustrated than usual uh, about about their team. I mean, it's, look, the, the team's been around for 30 years. Uh, so it feels like it. I was about to say, it feels <laughs> like this is like their 10th season. Like, there's been so many, like, ups and downs. Yeah. But, I mean, they're fine. They're going to be fine. I, uh, you know what? I'm a little worried about LAFC. LAFC is going to make the playoffs, and that's going to be an incredible feat for a first year I think team. they're going to get into the playoffs, and I think they are not going to be able to beat uh, if they're in the knockout round, I don't think they got out of the knockout round. Yeah, that's fine. No, it's not. Well, I mean, I, I, I would bring up, you know, we can ask LAFC fans if they feel good. About I, you know, that. they're probably not now, but, you know, as <laughs> NYCFC fans, when they their first season, how great would it have been to just make the playoffs? All I'm saying is that I think the LA Galaxy are going to finish above LAFC, which would be incredible, which would be a shock with how LA Galaxy started. 100%, so, but not a huge surprise. Uh, so, Two goals from uh, Danny Royer. Uh, the the first one off the ground, which was <laughs> just uh, it, it was a uh, just his, in his b boy stance, <laughs> it was a straight up sweep the leg uh, <laughs> yeah. karate kid. <laughs> well, the ball deflected right to him, and like you're like, oh, let me uh, yeah, let Tyler me just Mil- hit it while I'm on my side. Tyler Miller has been having a couple. Uh, just he's he has some bad highlights. He look, he's a good keeper. Uh, they got him right. He was the backup for Stephen Fry in Seattle. They got him in the expansion draft. Right. He's a good keeper, but he just has, dude, he, I mean, he, he, he will forever be immortalized as the, the, the keeper that Zlatan Ibrahimovic banged that goal from 45 yards out <laughs> for how that's the first part of his highlight reel. <laughs> and that's for the keeper. The keeper's like, you're going to put that first. Like it's the best thing you've it's ever been a part you've of. It's the best thing you've ever done, man. Yeah. Yo, letting that goal go was amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but he did have, yeah, just dumb. Uh, I know the ball deflected, but it, uh, as uh, I think Alexi Loss was on the call, it was just like you gotta, you gotta get that one. It's just a bat. I mean, he basically laid it off right for uh, for yeah. Royer, uh, and then. Uh, the second goal uh, from uh, Royer after the assist from uh, from BWP, but I did want to talk about BWP for a second because uh, after the game he got his uh, jersey, the, he got the number ninety nine retired. He's hu- he's forever hung up on the rafters. Uh, do they have rafters? They do have rafters. They got rafters. His, uh, the, his his kit is up there, and it's weird because he plays there. He's, he's not still, retired. He's yet. not retired. But cool of the rebels to do. Look like not. It, it's different than trading him away, right? They they usually trade away their. Or maybe this is a most, sign they're going to trade him away. <laughs> this is what they do, right? This is no good, Bradley. They, it's a trap. They acknowledge you somehow. And they're like, all right, now get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so the uh, but it was cool. He did. Uh, get kind of emotional uh i I, and they they did make that video for the the hundred goals where uh, it was like uh dax Thierry Henry, uh everybody congratulating him for getting his dad ian wright ian wright as well uh so uh, a very emotional time for for the the wright phillips family (laughs) showing out there in phoenix yeah yeah it was cool to uh to see and uh, some people are calling him the the most underappreciated player uh, in New York sports. What do you think about huh. that? Hmm. God. <laughs> well, New York sports, I think, throws a wrinkle in because now you got to involve all sports. Yes, yes. But I will say that I would still pick someone like a Joseph Martinez over him. Oh, in New York sports? You know, no, I mean, in general, <laughs> if we're talking like MLS. Yes, yes. No, we're talking about the New York area, right? Because, look, we, we have a couple. I'm th- sure there's an offensive lineman who probably deserves <laughs> that more. 
you know, I but I, look, it's hard to argue. And I know some people are going to be like, they play in New Jersey, right? Uh, then well, this is the thing, honestly, like, and we were talking about this at, at All-Star. I think the issue with them is that they're trying so hard to be recognized as New York. Just but, lean but you, into what you have. But you don't say that about the New York Jets or the New York Giants, that they're leaning too hard. Into- no, because they played in New York for, for generations before they moved. Whatever. That, that's not the argument. I would I would make, but whatever. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips is That's the one I'm making. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but ge- geography is not the reason why you you dismiss Bradley Wright Phillips' importance to to New York sports. I don't think I. You know, people just don't rate soccer that way anyway. He's important to the fans. Okay, and if you're a Rebel fan, you probably would pick him first. If I was creating a team, if you were creating a team, and you could pick one of three players to start. As your forward, your first forward you're going to pick, Bradley Wright Phillip, Joseph Martinez, and Alan Gordon. <laughs> Who of those three would you pick first? I mean, I'm going to probably pick, uh, wait. Uh, man, how could, wait? I would pick Joseph, right? I mean, you got to pick Joseph. That's pick what Joseph. I mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. So how I can, would pick Joseph with Alan Gordon's Instagram account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pick Joseph. Alan, Alan Gordon immediately <laughs> becomes the head of social media. <laughs> Uh, for this club. That's right. But th- my point Very, is uh, uh, capital letters in head. Anyway, people are saying Bradley <laughs> Red Phillips is the best goal scorer in the history of the game here, in the history of the league. Okay. There's someone else playing right now. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Joseph Martinez is going to wipe away. Right. Beginning of the season. I would give you a little bit of credit for picking BWP because Joseph hadn't solidified it just yet. Yeah. Joseph solidified it this yes. year. Yes. Yes. Uh, but so they, uh, so they win this game, right? Uh, rebels are, Currently uh, in second place, they take over. They are tied with NYCFC on points, but they have two games in hand uh, against uh, uh, compared to Atlanta. And only one compared to New York. So they've overtaken New York with the same uh, probably goal differential yep. uh, there. Uh, having lost 8-0 over two games uh, probably doesn't help there that goal differential. But um, NYCFC has played 23 games. Rebels only played 22. They got the same uh, uh Record or points, whatever. Yep. So you hope that they're, if you're an NYCFC fan like us, that they catch up, but we'll see. Great race there. It's basically a four horse race for the Shield Atlanta first, Rebel second, NYCFC third, and then you got FC Dallas. Correct. So, yes. We'll uh, see. We'll see which one of them. So, you're going to be exciting. I think that, yeah, I think the Supporter Shield race, as opposed to last year with uh, Toronto, was not really close. NYCFC finished second, I believe, right? Yeah. Like um, many so- points away. And uh, so this one actually might be tight. So and, and you can very much tell Atlanta United fans really want that supporter shield. I think a supporter shield now also gets the CONCACAF Champions League spot, yes. right? I think that counts for this year. Yeah. Atlanta in the CONCACAF Champions League is going to be awesome. It will be very, very entertaining. All right. So that's it, everyone. That is the end of the Cooligans podcast for this week. Uh, yeah. What did we not talk about that you want us to talk about? Let us know. Yeah. Hit us up. Any any juicy gossip that we missed out Hot on? Hot gossip. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Uh, so, but we always have a good time on the show. I, like I said before, make sure you leave, uh, rate, review the show. Uh, also, the the MLS Fantasy f- uh, Fall season is starting now. If you haven't joined it, uh, hit us up, soccercooligans at gmail.com, uh, and, and get in it. You, you'll be a week late. 
if you haven't participated. But, but if you're good, you can still win. We're, we're, we're doing the same uh, giveaways uh, at the end of the fall season. So, yeah, uh, 50 bucks, 50 bucks, T-shirt from On the Volley Apparel, hat from Talisman Caps. You want to look fly. You like fantasy. This is the league for you. Come on now. All right, everyone. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. And my name is Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!